0: Hi, right, welcome everybody to another episode of Minor to Major, where we believe everyone has the power to turn their minor setbacks into major comebacks. I've taken advantage of the opportunity to interview a one Neil Haley, nationally syndicated radio and podcast host. We talked a little marketing, branding, pro wrestling, and even a little human life on Mars. Stay tuned for this episode. Just two men having a sit down. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hey, so what's going on, Neil? I hear you were actually a wrestler, a pro wrestler at one point in uh, your lifetime. Tell us about a highlight from that career experience. Do you have one show just to do that? Are you kidding me?
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's just go with one that the most famous person in the world. So I was wrestling down South. I was rooming with the headbangers who were former WWE tag team champions of the world. They had a run in the uh, the nineties during the attitude era. And I worked for Jerry Lawler uh, down in USWA Lawler ran the organization. I went through mm-hmm. a program. There was tons of different wrestlers down South that ended up making it. Uh, But one interesting story I'll bring up, but I have other ones that I guess highlights of my career, was before The Rock was The Rock, he was Flex Cabana, he was on shows with me down South, and we were kind of, you know, talking because we were colleagues, The Rock, The Rock, and then basically... One day I show up TV early in the morning with my friend, Justin and Justin and I, we're going to, we're doing, he's doing a match on USWA TV and I'm going to do a angle on USWA TV to go after it, to, to have a two week run in this down South. This is how the territory work. I was working on <laughs> another TV uh, territory as well. Then, you know, the rock comes up and he says, Hey Neil, I forgot my knee pads. Can I wear them? I'm like, sure you can. So that is my, I guess my claim, claim, claim to fame, even though I've accomplished a lot of things, is when you see The Rock is one of the uh, huge, the biggest people in Hollywood, and he wore my knee pads. So <laughs> he wore my knee pads to do TV, wore the, and I still have those knee pads. What are they worth? That's what I want to know. And so <laughs> that's a claim of the fame that I think I put in my clubhouse bio now. And I have multiple claims of the fame, but that was it. Other highlights, you know, if you are a fan of the Attitude Era, I beat Rhino. You have, um, I've beaten Jerry the King Lawler, wrestled the Bushwhackers that were old school guys, wrestled the late King Kong Bundy, George the Animal Steel before he passed on. Uh, the, the names go on, Nikolai Bulkoff. So I did all that stuff really in my 20s and wrestling taught me how to see what brands are i've worked with certain geniuses in pro wrestling who really even wrestling jerry Lawler three or four times taught me how to promote just because it was a story in a match and jerry and i are locking up and wrestling and you know the king he's always on monday night raw still back in the right. day and you know all those different things and jerry's mm-hmm. been around and had i mean he's a legend What I learned from just wrestling Jerry Lawler three or four times, I use today. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's all about your story. It's all about making you larger than life. So Jerry Lawler took this big guy that was kind of lanky. Okay, I'm a legitimate 6'10". I didn't have the weight that, you know, if I would've got on the gas and stuff, maybe would've got signed with the WWF. It was close, which WWE. I just didn't do that. And I retired young and went on to something else. But what Jerry taught me specifically is, If you can make that average everyday person, somebody that's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, compared to Jerry Lawler, you know, that is the king of Memphis, think about it, and Mm -hmm. be able to create a match where Jerry is an equal to Neil Haley, uh, I was called the giant warrior, but is an equal and that people were willing to pay to see us wrestle, that showed me you basically can take somebody from zero to hero in seconds if you can tell the right story
0: Hmm, that's powerful and speaking about stories so you have a podcast right you have a podcast show and uh i believe a television uh platform you interview some pretty impressive names uh stone cold steve austin tiffany haddish oh my gosh a couple astronauts how do you how did you get these relationships how did you bring them onto your platform Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame uh, quarterback, Brett Favre. How did you do
1: it? It's in a lot of it. it, It's always been that way. If I would have the laundry list of celebrities I've interviewed in 12 years Mm -hmm. and there are people really killing it now. They have figured out their niche. They've been able to get the celebrity interview. The difference between them is they're a podcaster. I'm a radio. I'm a hybrid podcaster, radio host, television host. And I've stayed the course for it'll be in December 3rd. uh, Let me see if it's December 6th. I will be done radio and television for 12 years straight and I've done over 7,000 plus shows. I don't know how many number of celebrities, but it's being in the game and starting in the game where you were a doing celebrity interviews. So it all started on a college radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at Carnegie Mellon University, WRCT. I wasn't on blog talk at that point. It was just that and they basically did a pilot program, was going to do an education show, and then I started looking for guests. and by the way, publicists always look for angles. And this is something that's a lesson for everyone that's listening right now. If you find an angle for a publicist that makes it look like this is gonna be perfect story that can't be told by anybody else, They will give you that opportunity. If you are providing the right reel, you ask the right questions, you never know when someone's going to say yes. But publicists came after me because I had a terrestrial radio station. Then I built up syndication Mm -hmm. and it just came from there. But I really had to create relationships and then sometimes had to put some money up, honestly. Uh, For a two-year run, I was doing morning shows, which I got too busy in my business to do it, where I was interviewing Celebrities for eight minutes, and if you go to the list, Stone Cold's not that. And I worked directly with NBC for the last three or four years. NBC now no longer has their own publicist; they're back to the to the individual publicist. You always have to shift in this business if you're wanting to do celebrity interviews. And there's a lot of time you have to take, but you have to provide what they're looking for. That means the audience that I provide, but also it's not just your audience that you're going to provide. What's the story? Can we listen to other stuff you've done? And as you saw, you can listen to tons of things that I've done every day as I'm producing. I'm doing at least 10 to 15 interviews a week. Can you imagine doing 10 to 15 podcasts a week, man? And this week will be about 40 because I'm going to be doing live at the Miami Book Fair on uh, Saturday and Sunday. This is probably not drop, but it'll be available at... Uh, heliumradio.com and lifeimprovementradio.com. Listen to the live broadcast because I think Eric will be running it next week as well. Where we're interviewing New York Times bestselling authors and the greatest authors in the world that all go to Miami. Last year, we didn't cover it. We covered it for 10 years. So it's putting yourself out there. So now I have the relationships. I can re- reach out to specific agents. Let me tell you a specific story. I was in Las Vegas for a convention with a company I was, I was managing. And I said, I want to do a celebrity interview. So I went and I just contacted an agent and uh, got free tickets to the Blue Man Group. And then right after that, I I, uh, interviewed Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers by just reaching out to Bill Medley's agent saying I'm in town. So what is that telling you? If you have a portfolio, you have a a set of celebrity interviews, and you're able to talk to the publicist right straight, don't give them everything. If you give too much information, guess what they're going to tell you? They're not going to read it. Give them those highlights and then get in the conversation. So I got to interview Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers. I I gave it to one of my clients, his book, because he gave me the book, did it right in his, where he does his live thing uh, in Vegas. And those are the kind of stories and they happen all the time. I'm working with the 70s crews right now where I'm gonna interview like most of the people from the 70s crews. So it just all depends on the opportunity. And when you put yourself out there, people reach out to you.
0: I like that opportunity. Hey everyone, this is Jeremiah with minor, minor to Major here speaking with Neil Haley, entrepreneur and a maverick in the marketing industry. I want you to tell me about what you're doing today.
1: Well, still doing the nationally syndicated radio and TV show. I have a 360 marketing business basically and really my goal, what I, what I bring to the table is the celebrity interview. I can take anyone and have an opportunity to interview that, any celebrity they're looking for and put them on with that particular celebrity and give them the reach and the opportunity in their business and really get them out there. But I also reach out through social media marketing and doing anything. So I'm a one-stop shop, but I'm really focused on one thing. The biggest thing people are missing in marketing today is their personal brand and getting it out there. They might have one platform they're doing decent in, but they really aren't out there. If you Google them, if you look at specifically what's out there, their social media following, who they're connected to, they're just not there. But I have specific steps that can take you from zero to a really big rate at a fast rate and make you relevant in your field. Just because I understand from the days of Jerry the King Lawler that you could take a nobody like me back in that day wrestling Jerry Lawler, who's known as the king, and make people think that I had the chance to beat the king, Jerry Lawler. And I did once. But that's (laughs) the, the power of story and opportunity. You never know where you can go from there
0: yeah so you how long did you say you were doing this uh the marketing the the business Uh, aspect
1: so so the business aspects have been about 10 years i had a tutoring and consulting company so my entrepreneur venture started out when i was a pro wrestler i figured out a way because if you know a lot of those pro wrestlers were starving and i had merchandise that i sold wwe wcw merchandise shot glasses polaroid pictures of the seven foot giant I did all those different things in hustling and I side hustled so I would make money so I could go and wrestle these events and still make a living on the weekends while having a day job. Mm -hmm. And I really had a successful business that made some pretty good money. Well, then during my time as a teacher, because I'm a certified teacher, I got a master's degree in education uh, as a second career of an undergrad in history. I went back and uh, started a tutoring business and it was really, really successful. And I did tutoring and I had tutors working for me. And I found out one thing is that education does not pay what business pays. Hmm. Business pays a lot more. Education a grind. And when you're going to be serving parents, tutoring, SAT, prep, I still do it sometimes, you know, as specifically consulting for families that they're interested, but it's really not my forte anymore. And that's where the total tutor still shows up on uh, things because I am the total tutor. I kind of did that for so many years. And then ventured back into what I love as entertainment through connections of people coming on my podcast and stuff. So, so that- a radio show. I had guest client, a client came on that kind of got me away from education back into the publicity world. And that's where I got a lot of experience.
0: So I saw the the uh the tutoring and all the different services that you offer on neilhaley.com, N-E-I-L Haley.com. There's a quote on your website: your brand is the single most important uh investment you can make in your business see forbes can you kind of expand on that um well see this this
1: is the thing if i go out here today telling you i can do every service possible right and somebody's doing one service really well but no one knows the heck who they are they google me they're gonna say i want to be with neil why because neil haley's a brand people know who (laughs) neil haley is locally they know me if on Clubhouse, they know me. They put me on stage when I go on Clubhouse. If I go do different things, I reach out to public. So yeah, I know your show. I listen to it. Well, guess what? That's going to give people more of an edge. I'm going to hire you to build that website. I'm going to hire you to do social media. I'm going to, even if this other person's done it for so many years and they're perfecting it, but no one knows who the heck they are, they're going to hire me so that's why your brand is the most important thing if people don't know who you are and you're not going to differentiate yourself from your competition you're just going to be in this uh red uh ocean versus a blue ocean because you can't be you cannot be duplicatable so when you invest in your brand you become the best in your industry you grow to a certain level and then once you get in front of your customers once you go to other people Mm-hmm. They take you with more respect and more opportunities.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm all about branding, and and really I love tying a story to the brand. Uh, it makes it more personal, um, personable. I I just love it. I'm a I'm a life learner, and and even as we talk, I'm learning. I'm taking notes, and I'll probably review this in the back, um, on my um in my free time. I want to ask you what you've got your hands in, in all these different things. You've got uh, television, you've got radio, you've got uh, you know, you're going to Miami. I'm pretty sure you have family. You've got- I wish I wish I was going to Miami.
1: I'm going to be uh, doing it live. It's just, oh, okay. uh, uh, I would love to go to Miami and I'm going to be traveling a lot and I'm traveling right now. Uh, but go ahead with that advice. And I can to tell you based on my website and based on where I'm going next, because you always have to pivot. Clubhouse, and this is going to give you an example. Clubhouse, I had to pivot. It was the greatest thing since sliced bread when I went on in January 7th. I mean, the rooms I was growing from 80 to 100 an hour, I was rocking it. Celebrities were coming in my room. Grant Cardone was coming in my room. I was killing it and making good money. Well, that pivot changed and you have to pivot to a new direction, a new situation. So when people, that's why I wish that you can just update things on the fly and have, uh, okay, this is where my brand's going now. Mm -hmm. If you don't differentiate yourself and look at where the marketplace is going and change your direction and don't keep doing the same thing you're going to miss out and where we have seen things because of covid i had to pivot well once covid kind of i have to pivot again so it's always pivoting into a different direction to see where you're going to have your best success so when you talk about time and you talk about specific things tutoring after covid it's. I'm happy to do educational consulting if they ask me, but really what I'm focusing on is someone's brand, how I could take them to become an influencer quickly, easily, organically with real followers, real engagement, and get them on real platforms to make them the best in their industry. That's what I do. And that's where I'm really focusing my attention versus Agency-wise, yeah, I can do all those other things, but I really think that I had to learn to niche down a little bit more. And I'm really going into another industry that's gonna be gigantic, and I talked about it a little later maybe, and that's the space industry, where I am seeing ultimately, I'm trying to go in a direction to not be in this crazy thing. And Clubhouse, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. is a great place to learn to speak. It's a great place to learn your brand message and talk to potential customers but a place to get potential customers is outside of that and finding your niche and where you need to go.
0: Yeah, so you talked about change and, and I'm, I'm really big on that. I just uh, did a speaking uh, gig and I really talked about honing in on change. And this weekend I've got another one uh, this Saturday, I'll be talking about, and I'll reference change as well. We have to be able to embrace change, be willing to pivot and not cry and not not be disappointed, angry and frustrated. We have to embrace that because that is where the success comes from when you're able to pivot or, or change, adapt. It's adaptability. And so I'm glad you spoke on that. So uh, I hear when you speak about uh, branding, I hear passion. I, I, yes, I, I, and the, I, and that's, and there it.
1: are other brand experts, but the difference thing I bring to the table is the celebrity. And I have colleagues that are telling me these things, and I had to continue. You know, we all think we can handle everything, right? I can, t- I can handle any of this stuff, right? I can build websites, I can do social media marketing, I can do SEO, I can talk about press releases and PR. But at the end of the day, if you have all those services and you don't have a brand, you're not going to stand up. So that's why I'm more and more focusing on. Being that brand person, looking at the overall brand, but taking bringing the celebrity to that person, making them a celebrity, because pe- when you're celebrated, you're mm-hmm. going to have more of an opportunity to get sales over your your differentiate yourself from your competition.
0: Mm, that's good. Can you tell us? Uh, so you may reference to um, the space, the, the space uh, industry. OK, so I, I saw in your Clubhouse bio. And for those who don't know, Clubhouse is a, uh, a social app. Uh, it's more of what a a voice audio application Social audio it's the first
1: social audio now it is a they are in a red ocean now guys right if you go and here's the thing twitter spaces i was knocking six months ago because they really didn't open it up to many people Mm -hmm. now they've opened it up you have a separate section on twitter even though there's no marketing room so it's not really a great place for marketers but it's a great place to maybe speak and network with people kind of like so I think Twitter Spaces watched what Green Room did and what Green Room did wrong. And it looks like they took the audience that could have been on Green Room where Green Room made their mistakes. I have to think, am I going to carve out time to sit? Because when you participate in social audio, you have to be fully engaged. Unless you built some brand like myself where I could just go and talk for five minutes, be put on stage and modded in like the million dollar room or different rooms and just mm. get modded and post up which is post up and get followers. Mm-hmm. You can't, if you're going to invest time in other pl- social audio platforms, you're going to have to invest in a lot of time. So, the, so when you bring up that social audio, that's Clubhouse. So it's the social audio game. And I've heard there's 20 or 30 social audio apps now. I don't know them all. And I don't really want to know them all because I think that the people that have 24 hours a day, seven days a week to be on social audio really don't have a lot going.
0: so uh so yeah there was one i think discord came out before uh clubhouse but for some reason when clubhouse hit the uh the mainstream it it just took over it it really did take over and it took it took off and so yeah that's clubhouse y'all not doing free marketing for them uh, but well, sure, sec, now- not,
1: dude, they, they messed me over, man, because they, they gave the opportunity. We had something so huge, and then they opened it up to everybody, and they didn't monitor it correctly. The, you know, going to, I'm sorry to tell you guys, from iPhone to droids and opening it up to everybody, and once they opened it up to not just iPhones, it was destroyed. And also, they didn't look out for the creator. They would have looked out for the creator. Those creators said, we're out. We were putting all this time and effort, and they're the OGs, and they didn't take care of the OGs, and it's come back to backfire on them. A lot of them have left, maybe have consulted with companies like Twitter Spaces, maybe have consulted with Fireside, maybe have consulted with Facebook Audio, where you see that Damon John is really putting a big emphasis, and that's on my uh, Facebook story. And if you, it's Neil Haley, you could friend me there, Neil Haley, or just follow me, Neil Haley, on Facebook. I shared. Uh, you know, Damon John just asking the same tips as Facebook audio is completely copied Clubhouse. So whoever mm-hmm. Clubhouse was, they should have sold to LinkedIn. They would be in a better situation right now than that because it's not going to survive this overpopulated thing because people don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody that vested their time expected they could be the next Clubhouse famous. I was thinking that just like TikTok famous, maybe I could become Clubhouse famous. And mm-hmm. they forgot about the creator. And in TikTok, they don't forget about the creator. Even in Facebook, they don't forget about the creator. They completely forgot about the creator in Clubhouse.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. Um, and. Let's explore the, um, the, the space industry. I, I, I want to yeah. hear what your, your thoughts are, what your vision is, what uh, your interest is towards that industry. Oh, my
1: gosh. It's the next big thing. People are going to be living in Mars in 2030. You heard it. So, you now China is going to go to the moon on 20, in 2030. There's a space race. If you were a, hist, a history buff, you'd see that the space race is now going to be China in the United States, just like, like it was Russia and the U S back to when the moon landed. Right. But really they are the focus and intention because of people like Elon Musk and Richard Branson is, and, um, and, you know, the guy from Amazon will come to me in a second. And uh, the, that basically they have a thought process a guy at Amazon, you know, he's Jeff Bezos, that they all have one thing in common. They know we're going to be, we're going to be an interplanetary species that we're not just going to be on earth. So if people don't look as a company about next 10 to 15 years to be in space and that we're going to be inhabiting in space and there's going to be customers in space and there's going to be all these services in space, you have missed the next gold rush, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and so um, talking about that, you think, I was thinking the moon. Um, No,
1: Mars, seriously. You think it's going to go Mars before Elon? Elon, just to add something out soon about this, about a starship. And again, I, I know that Me being the CMO of Halley's Comet, the CEO is killing me now saying, boy, you weren't prepared for these space questions, but I just have to deal with it. And that's (laughs) me bringing up things. Change, pivot. It's it's pivoting. And that's the thing that you have to, you got to constantly pivot. But what's happening is we have to understand that we're going to be an interplanetary species. If you've not watched the whole special about SpaceX that's on Netflix that will give you an eye-opening experience, but many people are just not there. Mm -hmm. Worldwide, they're more internationally, I think, are ready for what's the next step versus the United States as as, as space. So just think about it. Think about if we, you know, the days of the uh, cattle towns back in the day or even the gold rush. All these different opportunities led to territories which became states. Think about another planet and the opportunities and the assets available and all of those things. So that's something, that's why I'm interested in space. That's why I'm the CMO of Haley's Comets. And I'm really excited about getting to know and learn more about space. Very early into the industry, but really interested. But if you want prior knowledge, watch the SpaceX special on Netflix. It's phenomenal. It really under, understands how close we are to going to another planet but it's interesting you bring up you would never have thought mars but we're going to be inhabiting mars in 2030 and we're going to be sending people in a spacecraft so this is really honest this is sci-fi and it's so cool
0: yeah I, I agree with you i i definitely agree with you because um you know you've got water on mars there's um i mean you can see how they're doing these trips out of space right I see how um, Jeff Bezos is, is going to make that uh, an experience now. So, oh, I took a trip to this island. I took a trip to uh, this country and I'm over here doing this. But have you gone out of space yet? And I think that's going to be a new business model, taking a trip out of space. people are going Oh, that's to be happening. That's,
1: it's going to be expensive, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's, been, it's happening in nine years. So it's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. So just imagine that and just the opportunity that you got to see with Richard Branson that was not the level of spacex spacex and i learned that just by the again the documentary Bezos and branson did not go as far as those four ordinary people did in spacex and so you watching that experience and watching ordinary people that are not astronauts go to space is just phenomenal and Mm -hmm. so it's a really interesting experience yeah, so it's I'm interested, and again, I don't think I don't know if I'll be able to fit in the spacecraft as being <laughs> six ten. So I'll just have to be the one in the, behind the scenes, and I've done that before producing wrestling talk shows and stuff even before my days in radio. So yeah.
0: Thank you, Neilhaley.com. Uh, go ahead and send us uh, how we can reach you. How can we get in contact with you? Learn more yeah, the about you. Thing are-
1: Absolutely, I want to offer everyone listening and watching today because you are watching i'm offering a free branding evaluation all you need to go to is calmly.com/slash neil haley and you google neil haley i'll come up and i'm offering a 15 minute branding evaluation for your business for your podcast whatever you're trying to do to look at your overall brand and see how i can provide those nuggets and what i'm asking for me for you from you is if i'm able to give you some value in that 15 minutes without any research And be able to tell you what to do is to write a testimonial for me, because what I can do is I can take any business, any personal brand, anything and make them a celebrity through my through my patent and formula. And I'll take care of it. And it's very, it's, it's exciting times. And, and I'm always excited and I'm, I'm going to start doing more podcasts. Now you got me excited. You reached out to me on clubhouse. I finally went into the DMS. I hate it. I love the Instagram DMS. I miss, I, they're the worst DMS on clubhouse. They need to make them more user-friendly. But I'm so glad I want to be a guest on podcast again. I want to be interviewed. And you've done a great job, by the way, of interviewing me and and asking me the right questions. And uh, I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So I like to pick uh, people's brains, especially when they're so interesting. and They have so many different uh, experiences like you have, you all. So this is Neil Haley. Neil Haley. Go to neilhaley.com. Go ahead and hit up his calendar And uh, schedule that free 15-minute. This is an opportunity for you all to learn something, get some insight from a professional, someone who is very confident in the services that he offers. So um, I'm happy. I'm I'm so glad that I brought you onto this platform, uh, Mr. Haley.
1: Well, I appreciate you. And call me Mr. Haley. Just call me Neil. That's it. Or Big Neil the Real Deal as my wrestling name if I ever make a comeback. I have challenged another update. I did... uh, challenge a two-time heavyweight champion, but now I also challenge Shannon Briggs to a wrestling match. I'm gonna be interviewing Shannon tomorrow. And as you saw, uh, tri- Whoa, oh my gosh, you saw the on my Twitter, another rest- I mean, another boxer I challenged, Riddick Bowe, to a wrestling what? match, but he has to finish, he has to finish, you have to see that. And uh, I, I interviewed uh, Riddick uh, a couple months ago and I challenged him, but he's got that celebrity boxing match, I think in February, right? And uh-huh. after that, He's, he's going to come on the wrestling ring. So if there are any wrestling promoters that want to see me wrestle a celebrity and get them into the ring, contact me. Also, I'm going to throw this out there. This is another crazy thing. And let's see if this gets something, you know, JT Fox likes talking a lot of trash on clubhouse. You know what I'm going to challenge him to? I heard Uh he's a good fighter, a UFC match. I would do an ultimate fighting with JT Fox. So JT, I'm challenging you on that. I did that on Clubhouse in Annabella's room. Well, I'm challenging you today to that. So this is the kind of stuff. Guys, if you're not afraid to get out there and do things like the COVID-19 vaccine show, the number one COVID vaccine show in the world that I created with Dr. Mark Hayden, it's controversial where I get banned on YouTube. I'm not afraid to talk. If you're not afraid to, if you're afraid to get out there don't contact me because to get, to build a brand, you cannot be afraid what people think. You cannot be afraid of what others are going to say, because there's always going to be haters and you just got to keep going with the flow, but doing the best for your clients, your customers, and for the people, my listeners and viewers all over the world. And I really enjoyed this interview today.
0: Thank you. Neil Haley, everybody. All right, here is another opportunity for you to get that much closer to bridging the gap between the relationship between you and your son or your daughter. Head over to my website, www.minor2majortx.com, and either download the ebook or order the hard copy of my book off of Amazon, Minor to Major Turning Minor Setbacks into Major Comeback. It's an easy read, strategically done to help you get through it from beginning to end. If you know someone currently incarcerated that could benefit from my mentoring, what are you waiting for? Head over to my website, www.minortomajortx.com. Order the book and have it sent to any institution you think it will make an impact. Impact, impact, impact. Let's get it.